0: To crisis of insolent jerks a very special two-part podcast miniseries all about the exciting historic cw television crossover event the crisis on infinite earths uh starring me trevor drinkwater and me jordan haas hello that's right folks we're back the trevor talks titans with Jordan Crew is back by popular demand uh one or two people uh asked us to do this was it did two people request this jordan or was it just one i think I it was a couple of at least people one person insisted that we do it's definitely somewhere between 1 and 3 people uh, insisted that to asked about these cw shows that I don't even watch normally. See, that's the fun part. Uh, I'm the one who, who knows all the be, shows. <laughs> you do. <laughs> what a great power dynamic who would we here. Be to deny, deny that popular mandate. Uh, the people were clamoring for it, they were begging for it. You know who you are. Here we are. Um, we're, all all your favorites are here. All
1: God. of your favorites are in the show. You got the green arrow, you got the flash. You got the Adam. You got Superman and Batman. You got Elko Joe. You got uh, Crypto the Super Dog. You got yourself Supergirl. You got yourself I
0: didn't I don't think crypto
1: They didn't even have Elko Joe. You got the you got Griffin Newman from the tick? All of because your favorites. They don't
0: have the CG to actually show you Martian Manhunter, so he just looks like a regular guy. <laughs>
1: it's um i mean like the coming okay so we're trying to figure out which is more painful to watch crisis on infinite earths or the hbo Watchmen right now
0: titans uh uh, i definitely don't hate this as much as i hate titans i'll say that because these shows the think they know what they are and they're not trying to be anything else whereas the titans uh, is very unclear on like the tone is trying to strike it's trying to be very serious uh when it doesn't really have the chops uh to be serious and gritty whereas these shows fully embrace the silliness at their core I like them i don't enjoy watching it uh but i do uh at least appreciate that um you know uh, they know what they're trying to do, and they're not pretending to be anything other than silly uh, soap operas.
1: What if the like the last crisis? Because this is the second crisis event. The last crisis was to give a brief introduction to Batwoman, so they can introduce the CW Batwoman show. So the last Rose. one,
0: the last one was called Elseworlds, right? Yes,
1: and uh, this one did not watch. This one is, I believe, going to do the transition to Stargirl. Which, used to, which was going to be a DC Universe show, but now is going to be a CW Dare to Defy DC television series.
0: Wait, the transition to what? You're cutting out. I can't hear like half of what you're saying.
1: Oh, it's a show called Stargirl. Uh, Stargirl, which is going to be DC televisions. So it's going to be, I think, leading into Stargirl, 2020's newest CW hit series
0: are too fucking many of these shows. Uh, I can't keep up with any of this. I um, excuse me. I barely knew what was going on in the start of the the first episode. Uh, there's obviously a lot of background that I am not aware of. Uh, <laughs> um, but so, so what know. do you need to I can't know? I am sure shows. to be your guy about them. No, you don't need to explain anything to me. I don't want to know.
1: Well, you see, Oliver Queen is the I, Green Arrow, and they, they're in uh, their final Oliver season, is, and they're I leading the, off a finale. price <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, look. Uh, these shows, I they're just not for me, I guess. Um, I tuned into this because it seemed like it's a big, important event. It's based on, obviously, the a seminal comic series crisis on infinite earth which i do enjoy uh at, um i mean comic series has such a massive scope to it that i don't think could ever really be replicated on a tv show there's just too much it involves like every character across the whole history of the dc universe it's such a big story and scope and I don't know, trying to uh, kind of do that same story in the form of a TV show, it just feels so small to me, you know, there are like these 12 characters or however many there are, and it seems like there's no one else in all of these uh, many universes, it's just... I don't know. It was a weird choice to me for them to try to adapt Crisis on Infinite Earths rather than doing a less ambitious kind of a crossover thing. But what do I know? I don't even watch these shows. I'm not the target audience. So I guess it doesn't really matter what I think. And me,
1: I am I have the the mind of a 16-year-old uh, woman who writes fan fiction all the time, featuring all my favorite shifts And... Uh, much like how I tried to explain to Trevor how the Titans was trying to be the CWDC shows, but adult because they can say fuck. This is basically what if we don't have the time to actually build the romances and relationships and have to do this huge crossover event featuring all these characters and all these cameo appearances. You just... You, see, you have all your favorites this here. This shit you is so bad. Dig, you <laughs> have sucks. Lois. It sucks so much. Yeah, Brain Brandon Roof as not just the Adam, but Superman. <laughs>
0: I hate. I hated that. I hated all the like jokes about like, "Whoa, you look exactly like Ray." And like, a uh, Supergirl comes in and sees the Brandon Routh Superman. It's like, "Oh, Ray, you got really buff or whatever." And it's like, "What are you talking about? He looks like the exact same guy. He's not like a." But I hate it. I fucking hate this garbage. Don't you like I, when they try look... to
1: reference Kingdom Come, and they go and drop the ball?
0: Man, there were <sighs>
1: the Tom Welling Smallville had had Kingdom Come.
0: <laughs> in its world, yeah, 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 like that, or maybe it. Well, I mean, Alan Moore kind of did that idea first, and whatever happened, whatever potato, potato.
1: It's um, okay, Alan Moore, but, uh, is currently the hot topic issue here, and how he's apparently a worthless hack, but Damon Lindelof is a fantastic genius, a creative mind,
0: and that's can't why get he... into that right now. That's a whole other <laughs> uh, I just want to say something about all, about this. I saw uh, a lot of excitement about this online from people who were like talking about this big crossover event and how cool it looked and how fun uh, these shows are and using that as like a uh, an opportunity to like shit on the Snyder Cut people, uh, which is an impulse that I really don't understand in the first place. I don't know why you would be so mad at some people like not liking the same superhero stuff that you like the, I know that there are some uh, like weirdo, some of the release, the Snyder cut people are like weirdos and stuff, but you know, I don't understand the vitriol against them or why they like hate Zack Snyder so much, why they get so mad and call it like a conspiracy theory or whatever. And then uh, there were like really mean spirited uh, posts. uh, And I remember one specifically where, I don't remember who it was. It was some fucking annoying nerd media person A Joss Whedon Twitter. lover. <laughs> and Someone who loves Joss Whedon, yeah, Ryan Johnson, types. all of these, like...
1: I hate to mo- the term neckbeard.
0: neckbearded journal-like directors. Movie Bob type. I'm going to start labeling these people as, like, movie Bob people because he's, <laughs> like, the, the quintessential uh, one. But anyway, this person said, I think this is an exact quote. They said... Fuck your mythical Snyder cut. This is the real shit, you know. So I'm like, okay, this is the real shit. I better check this out. So I watched all three. I watched all three of the episodes that we have so far of this of Crisis on Infinite Earths, and uh, this is the shit you people like. Like this is
1: a a warning. This is is what I'm supposed to think
0: (laughs) is this, this is what I really try to be charitable, even though I've tried to watch the shows in the past and I couldn't really get into them or whatever, it's like, I get that they're, like, fun, they don't take themselves too no, seriously. that's just Legends of Tomorrow. They're Legends of is the,
1: to... the only one of these that doesn't they're... take itself
0: seriously. The rest are that's very serious. That's what they say. But that's what they say about all of the shows. They say about The Flash, they say it's fun, it's silly, it's, oh, like, no, a not sil- anymore. it's like a silver age. It, it's, I think, Okay, legit. well, whatever, I'm trying to make a, I'm trying to build I'm trying to fucking build up to a point here. I've I literally think to, like, Grant Gustin wants to leave to that show,
1: and he wants his contract to expire. I, he wants Barry Allen dead. He I've, he's
0: sick of it. Look, I've tried. Just I've tried to be charitable to these shows, is what I'm saying. But like the people who like this shit are so nasty about like Batman versus Superman, and like this is the the stuff that those people think is good, like as opposed to like Batman versus Superman. And I just. I don't fucking get it. You know, if you like this shit, okay, fine, you can keep it. There are like a thousand of these shows now. There's so much of this like garbage, like mediocre, uh, low rent content, and you get endless amounts of it, endless amounts of this gruel shoveled out to you every single fucking week. And like, why do you need to take the time to fucking complain about, you know, one or two movies and the fact that people who like one movie want to see another movie i just don't fucking get it uh the cw isn't going to turn off the uh, fountain of of shitty <laughs> soap operas anytime soon why can't they just enjoy it and be happy i don't understand these people and i don't understand the appeal of these shows i think they suck but you know what if you like it if it's your thing that's fine enjoy it it's not for me all right
1: so so now i can go on to explain uh oh, quickly God. quickly no i'm not gonna do a
0: recap i look 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 yeah if you try to recap uh what i just watched point by point i will rage quit this podcast will. <laughs> i will scream and i will leave
1: trev i will not do I that cannot i, sit I that. am i'm i try just to, just to be clear here just so you know for the for the sake i was intending on recapping this but oh, God. but I, I just couldn't even couldn't figure out what the fuck was that. going on after one episode. And going back to it, I still can't fucking figure it out. So I just kind of just went, there was Supergirl. There was this person. There was the agency. They all go here. It's like, that's all it is. It's just they all go somewhere, and then they talk, and then there's a cameo. Like, that's every scene. Oh. <laughs> every one of these.
0: The whole first episode, the Supergirl episode, and the whole thing to some degree, but especially the first episode, felt like I was just watching a trailer that never ended. It's like we kept jumping from one scene to another. Every scene was like ten seconds long. The music never stops playing. It's like it just keep. It's just uh, this this endless, quick succession of like short scenes with uh, like music playing, and it's like it never feels like I'm actually watching. Uh, A narrative in the, excuse me, in the other two episodes, it started to slow down a little bit and feel a little bit more like a coherent uh, narrative. But uh, the first one, I was really like, I'm not fucking following this shit at all. Like I just don't like I don't know what's going on. What is this crap?
1: Okay, so this is like a grand finale. I, I was going to say like maybe this is trying to be like their version of Avengers Endgame. You know, Marvel co- movies, Marvel movies. Like they did all the characters. Well, DC did that with like here, here's Batman, and it's yeah. it's Kevin Conroy. Like everybody, a,
0: this feels like a shittier, cheaper version of something like Avengers Endgame.
1: This, you know, what this reminds me of, and I hate to dig my own past up. This reminds me of like channel Awesome and that guy with the glasses and like that whole let's have every internet reviewer all hang out together and do this one minor movie that sucks ass. This I'm is the
0: uh, was no it called Kickassia?
1: This is the Kickassia of DC Television. You're you're expecting to know to say- who all of these people
0: are. Well,
1: they still have the same okay, limited budget and the same let's all fight the big bad guy.
0: Element. Okay. I just want to say for the record, I have no idea what any of the things you just said are. Never heard of them. Uh, this is a to, new trend, trend now, by the way. It, this
1: is a new trend. This is like Ready Player One. You have to have all the cameos of all the things from your childhood or the Cartoon Network Infinity Train. You have to have all of your nostalgia returned to you. You have to have like, hey, remember Ed and Eddie? Remember Dexter's Lab? Well, let's have them
0: back. This is, I mean, I don't, I don't really mind it in this context because what they're trying to do is interesting. I like the idea of it, of doing something that feels like an old, you know, comic book crossover event that spans all these different shows. The characters all come together. There's cameos from other uh, DC characters. Like, the idea of it is cool. I just think that, like, the way it's executed is very frantic. It's hard for me to grasp onto it. The acting all feels very shitty. It all feels like first take acting, like they didn't even try to get it right. Uh, it just doesn't feel... The, the special effects are obviously terrible. <laughs> Not much they can do about that. They obviously they obviously don't have a good budget for that, so, you know... What, you don't like yellow,
1: uh, orange, and red filters?
0: It's like... I just... These don't feel like they're really made by people that give a shit. It feels uh slapdash and frenzied and uh like does it remind you of another dc television show in a lot of ways i think titans is maybe produced better than these shows maybe that's just because they have fewer episodes to do in a season and more time to work on them i don't really know everything that goes into the production but i do but like I said, I, do, I don't I do fault these shows as much as Titans because they're willing to embrace the fact that they're silly and kind of stupid, <laughs> and, and I guess that's okay. I'm okay with the fact that they exist, uh, but it's not for me. I can't get into it.
1: To me, I was looking into this going like, okay, this is like their big finale. This is their big conclusion to Arrow. We need to like get rid of a couple of these shows so we can move on. So maybe this will be into this and Legends of Tomorrow. And we can just, like, move on. We can have some of these new shows in, fill in the void, because CW only has, like, 10 hours uh, a week for for television, and that's, like, 10 shows, because these are all hour-longs. That They kind of have a limited scope on what to do. And then secondly, it's... Well, what if we try our best to do this camp? And you know what? Today, to I will say I do enjoy all these cameo crossover things. Like when I read like, hey, I mean, Burt Ward is going to be in this. He's going to he's gonna be in this. I'm like, okay. So Batman 66 cameo, that's going to be interesting. What's going to happen?
0: Uh, that, that's, that's fine. And it's a cute little joke that they call it Earth 66. And then the Tim Burton Batman is Earth 89. So it's cute. You know, whatever. It's fine. Uh, and what I did do they want do to for talk that about they had
1: their commissioner gordon and they had burt
0: ward walk a dog and oh it blew up but my favorite that wasn't commissioner you fucking dunce that wasn't commissioner gordon it was the newspaper reporter who was vicky vale's partner come on
1: i'm not I, i'm a fake fan folks I, I i got i got
0: but my the favorite fave. has to be hey, here's, earth here's, nine here's something <laughs> oh yeah what there was just a couple of like B-roll shots from Titans. They d- clearly didn't actually get the actors to do a scene. They just had a shot of Hawk and like a shot of Jason looking <laughs> like something was about to happen. And then we saw that like the world blew up. But you
1: see, it meant something because if you notice during that moment, you got to hear the famous Titans theme as they were blowing up. Oh, yeah. You got to hear yeah, that. It so. makes I me mean, really think. Is- Also, use that same shot of San Francisco. That same fucking shot.
0: God damn it! I mean, (laughs) doing that, they could throw in like a shot of fucking, you know, Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck. They could throw in a little shot of the cartoon character versions, like whatever. You know, that's what I was
1: expecting. I was expecting like a cartoon version. Like I was expecting Batman and Amy at series, not just Conroy.
0: Okay. Well, speaking of Batman the animated series, I want to talk about the one thing that I actually did enjoy about all of this, and that was seeing Kevin Conroy as the old, bitter, dark version of Bruce Wayne in the like Frank Miller universe that they went to an episode. I liked that. Uh, I really liked seeing Kevin Conroy, hearing him do his classic Batman voice, you know? That's the you know what's what? cool? That was gonna be
1: like my big pro. Like the pro of Chrysler Nerf is all the people who are cameos in
0: this. Like Kevin Conroy is a great actor in this. The, uh, the sec yeah, the second episode, the one that was the Batwoman episode, was by far the the highlight of what we saw. The first one was really bad. It was a mess. And then the third one was, I don't know, it was It okay. depends on if
1: you liked Hel- Hellraiser, if you liked Hellraiser comics, because there was Lucifer. Hell, Hell, Hellblazer.
0: Hellbla- there was Constantine. They basically
1: made like a Constantine yeah. episode.
0: Well, yeah, well, they had a bunch of characters that came in from other shows that I've never watched. Uh, I never watched that Constantine show or the Lucifer uh, show. Just from the bit that I saw of that actor who plays Lucifer, I feel like I would probably hate it. His performance seems really forced and cheesy and annoying. I will uh, say this as really someone had who's seen Lucifer,
1: that. Uh, yeah, that, that was more forced than any of the shows, than the episodes of the TV show.
0: <laughs> like, it's clear, like, you only okay. have, like, two hours. I mean, people love that show. Wasn't there, like, a whole campaign to get Netflix to pick it up? Yeah, and, and you know
1: what? I'm glad it ended, because, like, they really, like, first two seasons good, just fizzled out, because they couldn't figure out where to go with Lucifer Morningstar.
0: I don't know. No interest. I have no interest in it. And that was care. Earth
1: 666. Um, get it?
0: You get it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because it's, you know, like the devil. Um, Was that guy that we saw in the past supposed to be Jonah Hex? The one that, like, yes. uh, looked like a cowboy. Okay, so he didn't have the, like, fucked up, melted face that Jonah Hex is supposed to have. But then I forget which character, like, cuts. Is it Black Canary who, like, cuts his face and, like says like you were going to get this scar anyway or something, and that's supposed to like because Jonah Hex has a scar but Jonah Hex doesn't just have a scar his face was like half melted off right I don't know that was weird to me
1: that's it because everyone remembers the Jonah Hex movie right that that popular WP Jonah Hex with Josh Brolin was he in that yeah that was I think Josh Brolin uh but no this one is this was with Jonathan sketches who who was Jonah Hex in the movie
0: playing jonah hacks oh oh he was in the movie okay i didn't even know yeah, that.
1: yeah don't worry no one's seen and jonah the Hex. guy
0: <laughs> and the guy who plays the old uh version of flash is like from a 90s flash tv show right? He's also
1: on the show itself as barry's right, uh, right. dad so
0: right but he wasn't he also in an old yeah he flash was in the 1990s the flash 90s.
1: television show that i believe aired on abc hey.
0: But and the same actor also plays Barry's dad. Is that what? You're and they've already me? done
1: the what if he dresses up like the nineties Flash and Barry's the Flash and they'd both be the Flash. They've already done that. They've already done that before. So it's like, what are we getting seeing that again?
0: Well, they brought him in to get around the okay. So in the comic series Crisis the Infinite Earths, famously the Flash dies and Supergirl also dies, and they sort of hint at the idea that flash and supergirl are predestined to die by the monitor or whatever in this but they get around that by having it be the old flash from a different universe that dies instead of the the one that no and uh i don't really know about the supergirl thing we'll probably make up an excuse for that later on
1: so also i guess you need to know uh the giant furby thing then because that's bebo
0: I don't even remember a giant Furby thing. Oh, uh, that was...
1: Okay, so in the finale of season three, there was Good, the Bad, and Cuddly, and Jonah Hex was back in that, and they had to defend a fucking giant Furby called Bebo because he was... It was basically like a Stay Puft Marshmallow anecdote. He's going to make an appearance in the fourth episode, I think, of this, because that's also been so hinted at.
0: So it's something I haven't seen yet, which is why I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about.
1: because we got to have that. We have that story Okay, great.
0: We can... We can cover that on the next episode. Um, Okay. I want to take a moment to mention how much I hate all the costumes, especially (laughs) the Flash. Especially the Flash's costume. Why does he have the stupid like chin strap shit? It looks so bad. Now you're talking 90s Flash or modern Flash? I'm talking about modern Flash. 90s Flash costume was actually kind of cool, but it was like silk or something. I don't know what's up with that.
1: Okay, because. That is his talking third about current version flash, of the costume he has... that Cisco Ramon created to make it more bio. Bar- bar- something something bullshit, bullshit, what, bullshit.
0: Why does it? Why does it have to cover his chin? It looks so fucking stupid. He looks like an idiot. Version of the Flash costume where his chin is like that. But it's very bizarre. And and, pl- um,
1: in, and plus, this is Barry I, Allen. I, I, it's all Barry Allen. There's no Wally, even though there's a Wally was on the Flash, unless they retconned him now.
0: Also, uh. It's very weird to me how um for each episode all of the like side characters of the respective show show up for just that episode and then kind of disappear. <laughs> like like who is that annoying fucking comic relief character from Supergirl? The guy with the long hair who has that stupid fucking voice that no one would ever have in real life? Oh the 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 nerdy what is his dude, name? The nerdy dude. He I don't remember that character. I only saw the first season of Supergirl, and I don't think that guy. So no, that's a
1: new crazy. new for a CW because we have to have a good looking hunky model. Place the, the the tech guy.
0: I've told you there has Why to be a tech guy. he have? But he has the most annoying fucking fake like forced voice, and he's like saying stuff that seems like it's supposed to be funny, and it's not. And then he's just gone. After the first episode and then in the third episode, which is technically the episode of The Flash, all the Flash side characters show up. So you get Cisco, who's like also a long haired, funny tech guy. Yes. And it's like, OK, we have multiple versions of the same character from each show. So we're just going to trade them out from episode to episode. And yeah, so, yeah, that's
1: supposed to be Brainiac, by I, the I, way. I should point out that's supposed to be Brainiac in this universe. Who's Brainiac? That, that nerdy guy, long haired nerdy guy. Oh, from Supergirl. Yeah, the one you hate.
0: So that's why he, like, talks like that. Yes. That is so fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a break. I'm trying... It's not a good... I like... I like
1: Uh, Jimmy Olsen. I like Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl. I like Martian Manhunter on Supergirl.
0: Also, why do they get a fucking manlet to play Superman? That dude is, like, five foot two. It's ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Which... Which one, Tyler Hatchlin? Tyler Hetchelin? the who, the guy who whoever, be on... who
0: whoever the whoever the main Superman from Supergirl. The oh one yeah, that, that's Tyler Hetchlin. He-
1: like... That's I believe the guy who's on, who is who on Teen Wolf. He as the Teen Wolf. Okay,
0: he's such a bad choice to play Superman. The guy's like five feet tall. Um, <laughs> and then like they bring in, then you meet Brandon Routh's Superman. He's like tall, <laughs> and,
1: and he's uh, tall.
0: Tall, tall. Ta- Tom, and Tom Welling, who we see briefly in another version of Superman, that dude got buff. He is like looking jacked, like Superman these days. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, also John Cryer as Lex Luthor is just off, terrible. Fucking Why? Acid. What's wrong with Lex Luthor's John Cryer showing up? He he, he he fucking sucks as Lex, and also that whole detour about Lex going around to all the universes, killing various Superman just stupid it just seems like a big detour from the plot which i already am barely following the plot i mean it's obviously the same basic concept as the original crisis there's something uh happening that's destroying all of the universes across the multiverse it's the anti-monitor versus the monitor but aside from that it just all feels like a jumbled mess let's get back to kevin conroy as batman a good thing (laughs) yeah um it i i I did like that uh it was the best performance of any of the terrible actors on on this show um and it was it was it was really cool to see him like i said and and it was funny that they um he was clearly supposed to be like the uh dark knight returns batman in fact at one point he actually quotes Directly from the Dark Knight Returns, when he says, you know, life only makes sense when you force it to, which Ben Affleck also says in uh, Batman vs. Superman. But anyway. Don't reference uh, that movie. That doesn't exist in this universe. (laughs) Oh, well, Batman vs. Superman was referencing Dark Knight Returns, which they're also referencing with Kevin Conroy on the show. So that was cool. But also, like, the fact that they made him sort of a villain, because we established that in his timeline, he's killed Superman. Superman was too much of a threat uh, and like so they decide that he's actually bad and they can't trust him because they thought he was the Paragon of Courage. There's this whole thing with the Paragons it's not worth explaining but they thought that he was a guy that they needed and it turned out that Bat was actually the person they needed but she had to go and see the bad Bruce uh, in order to learn that she was the one, that she was the Paragon of Courage. Whatever. Uh, I feel like that was done as sort of like a dig at At the Frank Miller version of Batman by like including him in a parallel universe, but making him out to be like a villain, which, uh, you know, whatever. That's fine. Uh, I'm not crazy about it. Also, like maybe kind of throwing shade at Batman versus Superman, because the way he talks about uh, Superman and the fact that he killed him is very similar to Ben Affleck in the movie, which is really good. Better than this terrible show. That's beside the point. Anyway, so there was other fun right. things.
1: Did you know that Will Wheaton was in one of the episodes in the cameo appearance as well?
0: I saw that and I hated it. Don't like seeing that guy. He sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just going to put every he's single a, he's a big. He's a big piece of shit online and I don't like seeing him on my television. Anyway, I just wanted to say the point of that whole digression was it's cool to see Kevin Conroe. That's one check in the good column.
1: You know what else was good? Referencing the Birds of Prey show from the WB of the 90s.
0: Oh, yeah, I sort of caught that a little bit. So they had uh,
1: Barbara Gordon. They had Oracle, which is actually in the Birds of Prey in the 90s when they had new Gotham City, which makes no sense,
0: but sure. How come uh, whenever we're in Gotham, everything is, like, fucking red?
1: I don't – well, because Batwoman, because Batwoman, because Batwoman's hair is red.
0: It takes place in Gotham. The skies are completely red. There's, like, red lighting, and there's, like, reddish, like, smoke everywhere it's like why does gotham have to be so red and everywhere also else happened on the show like
1: the other two gothams like that was the
0: 89 yeah. that was 66 that was even yeah, Titans, which which actually i think really sucked about the well there was a thing happening where they said all the skies were turning red because of the anti-monitor but it seemed like even before that gotham city is red whenever we i only know and it's like the, i thought the red that tint. kind of sucked well but if they're going to uh briefly reference batman 1989 uh wouldn't it make more sense to just sort of recreate the like gothic look of the tim burton movies just for that shot instead of doing their own like shitty red smoky version of gotham city well you see that would require them
1: flying back to burbank go to warner brothers back lot because that gotham city is still up you can go there
0: they could just do it on a green screen and just use a background still from the fucking movie and put it up. It's not that hard. Uh, As Burboard walks seems a dog really, and that's it. It seems like such a waste to have this thing where there's alternate universes that are implied to be from the other movie and TV depictions we've seen, but then not actually match the look, like the different looks of those things. Like it would have made it a lot more fun if, I don't know. If when they went to the Brandon Routh universe, if they like, I don't know, filmed it in a way where it didn't no longer felt like we were in the same show. You know what I mean? That but would have really worked didn't.
1: a whole lot. That would have been cool. I would have loved that if this was like, or like mid scene, you would go into like, you would cut to a commercial break if, and suddenly you're in a different world. Like you're watching Crisis. So if, you're seeing like an episode, of The Flash.
0: And it's like, what's going if, on? If, cut
1: to suddenly we're like watching Superman Returns and Brandon Roof is there as Superman.
0: right. It's a really missed opportunity to not have the different TV and movie universes actually look like different TV and movie universes. It's just Gotham City is red and smoky and dark, and everywhere else is just bright and sunny. And I've noticed something right now. U-
1: they what? have not gone through all of the DC TV universes, they did not go through Gotham, as in the Gotham TV show on Fox. Yeah. Where's Penguin?
0: one to bring in but i think that was like a different production team right like the berlanti people might not have access to it
1: maybe but they don't have like access to most of this shit (laughs) they had to get
0: permission yeah well the, the yeah i mean it's all under the umbrella of warner brothers like they probably could it's a matter of like getting the actors and i don't know Uh, It's obviously a lot easier for them to pull in stuff from the other Greg Berlanti productions because it's all kind of made under the same production. I'm
1: just glad they didn't get Dean Uh, Cain (laughs) to return.
0: That would have been... Oh, well, I guess Dean Cain's like a psycho Trump guy, right?
1: Yeah, that's probably why he didn't get the call.
0: Yeah, absent that real life context, it would have been much cooler, I think, to see Dean Cain as like the aging Earth 2 Superman uh, rather than Brandon Routh. because I honestly never really liked Brandon Ralph that much as Superman. He's too skinny. He doesn't really seem like Superman. And and if you're gonna have like the age, like because in the comic series, the Earth Two Superman, who's at this point very old, because he's like the Golden Age era, Superman, is like a major character in the story. So that's obviously what they were going for with the Brandon Ralph one. But getting Dean Cain, who is Superman for the from the '90s, to be like the Golden Age version of Superman. I think would have been more cool, but understandable that they wouldn't want to reach out to him considering what he's up to.
1: It's okay. Ruby Rose was in as Batwoman on CW's newest show. She sucks.
0: (laughs) Ruby Rose sucks so much. (laughs) Like She just sucks the the life out of every uh, line that they have her say. (laughs) I'm going to be honest here.
1: It makes me wish for Brenton (laughs) Thwaites. Every
0: single time I hear her speak. Uh I thought Ruby Rose uh, did a decent job in John Wick 2. And the thing about that movie is that her character didn't speak. Um, <laughs> and maybe that's for the best with Ruby Rose, because she is not great at delivering lines.
1: Make her host like America's Next Top Mom. Make her like a host, not like an actor, and you'll be okay. <laughs> like- there's,
0: There's... There's tons of bad acting all through this thing, and I can't blame it entirely on the actors because I've seen some of them be good elsewhere. Like, excuse me, the woman who plays Black Canary was on Mad Men, and I remember her being pretty good there. And uh, oh, yeah. she seems really bad Katie to Locks, me on this show I also. Uh, I don't remember her name, maybe.
1: Yeah, I, I, should, I used to know this she, of my head also,
0: too. She's also really bad on the, on the show, and I think it's probably just uh, that the way uh they're produced it is very careless uh they probably hire directors who you know don't give a shit um it's just not they seem like they probably have a very tight schedule everything um it's all written
1: by different people by it's the all... way all directed by different people all part of a different film crew right. uh and most of the epi- like most of these episodes revolve around oliver queen like oliver queen's dead no he's alive oh he's dead no he's alive
0: yeah. oh he fell in the yeah, very very, very annoying choice to me to have him die right away in like the first episode and then have them bring him back to life in the second episode, but he's not all the way back to life. So in the third episode, they have to keep bringing him back to life. And uh, I, I understand why they have to make Green Arrow such an important character because Ar- it's the Arrowverse because that was the first show. Of all of these and I guess, like you said, it's ending soon. I didn't know that, but it makes sense. But um Green Arrow definitely didn't have this big of a role in the original. It makes sense. I get it. I don't have any interest in that character or particularly this depiction of him. But... I,
1: I do like Stephen Amell in in as as like a Green Arrow Oliver Queen, but it's not really the comic book of Green Arrow at all in none of the seasons held yeah, up.
0: I never watched I never watched the show. So, I don't Oh, have then any you would love
1: uh, season one and season two because Deathstroke's in it. And no, not oh, wow. dad Deathstroke, like in TV's Titans, number one comedy dad, T- Slade Wilson. No, this is like a different one involving an island in Shadow. And it's an Australian guy. And he's just like, Shadow! And that's it. That's all I remember about Titans. That's all I remember about Arrow. This is just hearkening back bad memories for me.
0: <laughs> Sounds cool. I'll probably never watch that. In fact, after this is done, after, uh, first of all, uh, I want to say that it's really annoying to release the first three episodes now and then wait a whole month until after the Christmas break to release two more. You know, why not just release them on consecutive? I get that they do, it's like a cliffhanger thing and it's for rating and whatever, but I don't know. That's really annoying to me. It's like, there's like over a month, a stupid thing. So now I have to wait all this time. Forget everything that happened because I was barely paying attention in the first place, and, and then watch the, the last two. Pretty stupid to me, but anyway, what I was going to say is I don't think I'll ever watch any of these shows again after uh, we're done with.
1: All right, do you want do you want some even stu- fun news? You want some more fun news
0: out of this? Maybe. Do so, I?
1: there is a talk, just because this is a big TV event, they decided to do a talk show afterwards called Crisis oh, Aftermath with, with Kevin Smith. It's with
0: Kevin Smith. Oh my god, the bane of my existence. What's up? What's up, Trevor? Talking you know, uh, we have a lot of uh, Snoogans. uh You don't want to smoke weed, this talk Batman? A- you know I'm fat, but now I'm thin. Oh god, stop.
1: Oh look, look, Mark Guggenheim's here. Mark Guggenheim, the executive producer and financier of all of this.
0: I don't. I don't need to hear about. uh, Hey, look, John Cryer's here. All right, fuck it. No, No, do you want the? the... I was gonna plug my. (laughs) I was gonna plug my new Kevin Smith podcast that I'm starting, uh, with a couple other of our mutual friends. But I don't know, not even worth mentioning right now. A
1: Kevin Smith
0: like like the movies or just
1: like all of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's me and Rose and Ted, uh, who you know, and we're we're going to go movie by movie. We're going to analyze each Kevin Smith movie and also, you know, talk about his posts and his podcasts, his books and all the other probably the shit that he's cartoon. released into the world. And try, yeah, we'll probably talk about that to see how it goes and try to get inside the mind of Kevin Smith. We haven't done the first episode yet, but we're going to do it soon. And that's called... We this is a world premiere exclusive plug because I don't think we've talked about this to anyone else yet. But that podcast will be called We Need to Talk About Kevin. Look out for that. Anyway, <laughs> go on with whatever you're talking about.
1: Uh we need to talk about Kevin, I think. Uh so the the good news is the numbers of people who watch this after show on CW is the exact same as the viewership for HBO's Watchmen. That's the positive news.
0: Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I thought that these shows were like really popular.
1: Yes. Yes, they are for a specific group of people. And I think that's why you only get the specific number of viewers.
0: But nobody's watching it. (laughs) Like because Watchmen had pretty low ratings even for a premium cable show. And this is like on network TV. This is free TV. I mean, they are they keep making more and more of these shows. There's like six or seven of them now. I figured if they kept greenlighting them, they must be pulling pretty decent ratings, right?
1: I mean, I think it's more like it's cheap to produce and they're okay enough ratings. Do we still have Supernatural? That's it. And I think they're just putting all their eggs into Riverdale at the moment.
0: I'm starting to suspect that people don't actually watch this shit or like it and that uh, they just pretend And that all the people, all those movie Bob people online, effusively praising this bullshit, they don't even actually watch it. They don't even know. They just they're just looking for an excuse to shit on Zack Snyder and the toxic DC movie fans or whatever it is they think they're shitting on. And they're just like, oh, this is how you do it. This is good. But they're not watching it. The only people watching this crap are idiots like you and me. I feel like an idiot watching. Also, I feel like like I've been taken for a freaking ride here, Jordan.
1: Well, you know, there's also Black Lightning. Now, Black Lightning's a great character on a great show, and they never really plug it or promote it or do anything because that's like Static Shock Universe.
0: I tried to watch that. I couldn't get it. Also, it's not Static Shock. University fucking Cretan. Black Lightning was a character from the comics before Static Shock existed. But whatever.
1: You're, well, you're trying to correct the, the 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 uncorrectable in the CW universe, which probably doesn't give a shit, as much of a shit as you do about
0: this. Oh. <laughs> Well, you might know about all these crappy CW shows, but I I know that Black Lightning is a character from the comics, going back to like the '70s, I think.
1: It is. Uh, no, you're right. No, I'll, I'll static, absolutely, you are right about this. It's I don't even think
0: Shock was made up for a cartoon. One of the uh, Bruce Tim Pauldini cartoons like the late '90s.
1: You know what's great about this? We can all thank Greg Berlanti yet again for bringing Crisis on Infinite Earths to us. The same brainchild that brought hey. us Titans gives us this
0: I don't think that this is worthy of the name crisis on Inf- you know what made this better not, is if beast really... boy
1: was in it and you all had <laughs> brenton Ray. thwaites uh starfire in it just walking away going i'm going back to my home planet fuck y'all uh you you get yeah, sounds great the doom patrol get the doom patrol in here why was there no doom patrol no, You have no, titans keep,
0: where's keep doom, the doom patrol? patrol away keep the doom patrol out of it uh <laughs> Where I is... will reiterate the Doom <laughs> I will reiterate that Doom Patrol is the only good live action DC show that currently exists.
1: Where's Swamp Thing? Uh, you... Why isn't Swamp Thing involved in this?
0: Jesus Christ. Uh y- you you mentioned uh Gotham earlier and I would like to say that I do actually really like Gotham. Gotham was like a lot of fun. It was I mean it feels a lot like a soap opera kind of in the same way that these shows do but uh it really worked for me. It had a lot of actually good acting on it, and it's a pretty decent, fun show. I like Gotham, do not like the Berlanti-verse um, but Gotham was good and Doom Patrol
1: you're not gonna get a uh, Donald Logue in here, uh stop by in a cameo role. Donald Logue has better shit to do, man. He well, we need a Harvey Bollock for some reason. Where's Rachel Maddow praising her role as the with that news lady on the on the Batwoman show? Rachel Maddow, is she on Batwoman? She is an on like a, like a ongoing guest. Actual Rachel Maddow? Actual from Rachel CNN Maddow or is on Batwoman. She plays Vesper uh, That's Fairchild. Insane.
0: Yeah. Not even like she's doing herself as a news cameo. She actually plays a character. She
1: plays Vesper Fairchild.
0: <laughs> That's insane. What the fuck?
1: And it's like, it's, it's, and it's, it's best for Fairchild. Like, it's who is that? Who's that person hanging around Bruce Wayne? That swanky guy.
0: <laughs> so weird to me when like nankers and pundits appear in movies and shows. I mean, they did this in Batman vs Superman too, and they made some pretty funny choices. Like they had Neil deGrasse Tyson on TV talking about Superman and shit. But Joe like, Rogan, it's so. Where's and, Where's Jake Tapper? We
1: get to get Jake Tapper on the line.
0: <laughs> it's it's so weird especially in shows like house of cards where you'll see like wolf blitzer and all of these like cnn and msnbc people playing themselves reciting like the fake the fake stuff like fictional news from like the house of cards world It feels so weird because it, like, reminds you uh, news people are, like, fake and they don't really give a shit. (laughs) Like, they'll happily just show up as actors on a t show. It's almost as if they don't really give a shit about news
1: in general. They just want to be famous for something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they just want to be media personalities. Oh, man, in the the newest uh, Mission Impossible movie, Wolf Blitzer shows up. He plays... He plays himself, but it's actually one of the Mission Impossible guys wearing a mask, pretending to be <laughs> him, making a fake news broadcast to trick the bad guy into giving away secrets. Oh, <laughs> so that was really weird. Why couldn't they get like someone from sixty Blitzer, minutes? That guy, or like... that guy, Wolf Blitzer will do anything. He loves the. I, right. Is is there anything else to say about this? You sent me a bunch of links. Oh, just the recaps. So That's all the stuff this, we've kind of already that brought up. I did not. Okay. Like, hey, I was gonna you know, monitor, definitely...
1: anti-monitor. Oh, Oliver yeah. Queenstead, he's back alive. Right, Lazarus Pit. Yeah, that's, that's Jonah an... Hex is
0: there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Enough. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say, I definitely didn't click any of those links. So I was wondering if there was anything important that I should know. Oh, no. This I is like not.
1: those TV. This is one of those those hype blogs. Those are those comic book hype. We need to hype every episode. And I think this poor guy is the only one who actually watched it besides us. Because he actually did write a recap, and that just feels really bad. Poor Matt Webb Metovic.
0: What are the pros and cons here? Uh, Pros, I liked seeing Kevin Conroy. He did a great job. Cons, pretty much everything else. I can't think of a single other thing that I liked about this.
1: Jason Todd's dead, and uh, and
0: Hawk is dead. But that's not real. Like, all of the universes are going to be restored at the end of this, right? Oh, oh
1: because... does that mean we're going to get, like, them because...
0: celebrating out of nowhere? Like,
1: yeah, we did it,
0: you guys! Maybe. Maybe. Because they brought in Black Lightning in the third episode, and they established that his universe was blown up, and his family's gone, everything. But if they committed to that, then that would just ruin the Black Lightning, Right. So, obviously, at the end, they have to return everything to normal, which uh. is another reason why this is nothing like the actual Crisis on Infinite Earths, because uh, the whole point of of Crisis on Infinite Earths was to completely restructure and change and, like, reset the whole uh, DC Universe continuity, and they actually destroyed the multiverse and streamlined everything into a single universe uh, maybe they'll do something like that at the end of this show but i get the feeling that they're just going to do like a time travel thing and reset everything back to because that would make the most sense with the direction they're going right oh most likely also it's just like uh...
1: it's also a really annoying show see the only positive i was going to say was besides kevin conroy as batman is I also do enjoy uh, th- thing- things like uh, having just little n- winks and nods to different movies. Like, I did like the, little, the, t- the Titan soundtrack playing the Titan sequence. I like the Batman 89 theme
0: playing in the background.
1: Like, little winks and nods there, I did also enjoy. I also. It's always
0: nice. It's always nice to hear that, that old Superman music when that pops up.
1: And also, I, I also do enjoy uh, Constantine. I do like Matt Ryan as Constantine. I, I kind of think like, man, imagine this was the, the actual show instead of that NBC garbage that we had. This would actually have been an okay uh, show.
0: Yeah, he's fine. He also uh, does the voice of Constantine in a good movie. That's kind of a cool little connection I mean, there.
1: they they yeah. went through everything. Like they, in Legends of Tomorrow is the only like good DC TV show because they would be like, because oh, to them, not, and I'm not kidding here. I think DC does not, even, like the DCW people don't even watch the Legends of Tomorrow show they kind of see that so, as, like, the the off-the-side black sheep of the family. Like, everyone cares about Arrow or Flash or Supergirl because they're prestige. We have the bats. So it's like, you know what? We can get away with, like, here's Gorilla Grodd beating the shit out of Barack Obama. We don't care.
0: Well, so that reminds me of another thing that bothered me a little bit. And, um, excuse me, this was something that really annoyed me when I tried to watch Legends of Tomorrow, and I think I watched, like, a season and a half of it. Is that the time travel logic is completely fucking bonkers and doesn't even try to make sense. And there is like a little bit of that here in the first episode where, um, so Superman and Lois Lane sent off their baby in a spaceship, uh, right before the little planet thing they're on got blown up or whatever. And, uh, then they like track the location of their baby and it's like, they're like, oh, our baby's in the year 2046 we got to go now and rescue him from the year 2046. And it's like, wait a second. That's not for 30 fucking years. Like, what's the rush? You got plenty of time, Uh, but but that's why I like it. It's like, you don't have to put logic into a dumb show, but stuff, stuff like that, where I, I always hate that stuff in like time travel fiction, where they act like stuff in a different time is like happening at this time. And there's like urgency, but it's like you could wait five minutes or like five years and you could still go to the exact same point. It doesn't make any different. It doesn't, it doesn't make it any more urgent that your baby's there. As long as you get to the exact point that your baby showed up in, it's fine. It's like not a priority. Focus. You got to fight the anti mark. Come on.
1: So uh, part four and five won't be out till January 15th, it looks like. Jesus Christ. Why can't they just do like part one, part two, part three, part four, part five as individual episodes, once a week?
0: And make I that mean. like their event that's as their hiatus what or something. I'm saying, well, I, I think the the I think the purpose of it is uh, to retain ratings after. Basically. It's just not a. But I think from a business standpoint, that's the reason they do that. Also,
1: I think like most trick or treat costumes are better than the ones that were shown on the CW. <laughs> they're so. Uh, they are real cheap. And, like, the ones that are, like, oh, I know them, it's kind of like, oh, they're only there for, like, maybe three lines, and then they go away, like, like Avengers Endgame. Like, there's too many characters here. The plot makes no sense as to why we need so many characters here.
0: So, I don't know if you took your usual notes, Jordan, but in any of these three episodes, was there a standout uh, you thought was funny or anything?
1: Uh, I think you already said it. It's the wow, Ray, you look <laughs> different.
0: Okay, sure. That yeah, it just, doesn't really It's just work things for like that. The off, only, like...
1: The only thing was was the Lucifer line. I draw. I didn't write it down. Was was the Lucifer line when Hellblazer met Lucifer, and it was just like, "Hey Lucy, how's it going?"
0: Okay. Well, um, and there's not going to be any uh, funny signs. I've got nothing for yeah. you, right. I guess the last. I guess the last thing I want to say is, uh, you know, if you're one of these people that supposedly exists who enjoys these shows and you think they're a lot of fun, that's fine. I don't hate you. Got no beef with you. I like what I like. You like what you like. It's fine. I don't want to encourage more animosity between people just for liking different stupid like who gives a shit? I think that this is garbage, but that's just my opinion. And honestly, I wish that I could enjoy this because if I did, if this kind of crap appealed to me, then I would have a whole uh universe of of uh content at my disposal that I could enjoy. But uh but I don't. Uh, it's just not for me jordan i don't what was this line from i don't remember that what oh
1: was uh, that was the end with the lucifer i owe you a maze
0: I Owe you i owe you a maze yes because that that's a reference to i don't Sand get man. it what is that Neil old same,
1: man. Uh, same man.
0: okay sure um fine that'll work do you have anything else to say jordan
1: uh i'm still here for the donuts
0: still here for the what
1: the donuts and don't watch hbo watchman it's the uh, worst show okay. jesus christ
0: Oh, yeah, and I'm still in the uh, fruitcake bit or whatever. Do
1: not expect Trevor Talks tie-in season three. (laughs) Don't ask us. Stop asking us. Go listen to We Gotta
0: Talk About Kevin. We need to talk about Kevin. Thank you for listening to Crisis of Insolent Jerks. Uh, I'm one of the jerks. My name's Trevor Drinkwater. Uh, This is Jordan Haas. I guess we'll be back in over a month to do the second and final installment of this program uh anyway as we always say i owe you a maze goodbye